Okay, and we're done. We're good to go. That that felt really quick. Yeah, well, it was. Five seconds. Five seconds? Okay. Indeed it was. <laughs> what now? Hello and welcome to Fuck Me Dead, the podcast that brings you the stories from Australia and its buddies that just make you say, fuck me dead. I'm Connor John. Connor John. Yep. I mean, I guess they're two characters from the Terminator. Um, or is it just one character from the Terminator? Oh, oh, actually it is. Just the other way around. Yeah. Because it's John Connor. Yeah. All right. My brain's not working. <laughs> I did say that I was Amanda, didn't I? You have now. Okay. Well, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening? We spent the most of the today without power because they're tearing down a warehouse across the road from us and they turned off the power. And uh, can I just say, the world without electricity is really fucking boring. And very slow. Yeah, yeah. We tried to sleep in to try and sleep through some of it and... Uh, it was very loud. Yeah. <laughs> Turns out when you tear down a warehouse with a... Uh, I don't even know what that is called, honestly. It's like, it was like a digger, but they had like a little beak on the end of it instead of a digging thing. And it... um. Just pulled the warehouse down. It was interesting enough to watch, I suppose, which is good because we had fucking nothing else to do. Yeah, I was going to say, that was that was our TV for the day. We couldn't even cook because <laughs> we don't have gas and we couldn't shower because no. we don't have gas. Yeah. <laughs> so, no hot water. Couldn't even make coffee. No, so we kind of cleaned because I couldn't think of anything else to do without power. <laughs> yep. Very thrilling Sunday. I do feel like today's gone on forever, even though I got out of bed late. Yeah, I, I would agree <laughs> with that. Although it did sneak up a sun at the end, because power came back and we got distracted by the wonders of technology. Yeah, that's true. Um, catching up on what we'd missed, because, you know, however long it was, seven hours without power in this world, you miss a lot of stuff. I still don't know how I used to go survive, like, days on end in New Guinea without power when I was a kid. What the hell was I doing to entertain myself? I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> I don't have much tonight for this episode. Me either? Okay. I mean, two of my stories are super short. One's a bit longer, but... I got two short ones, and then I had—I thought I had three short ones, but turns out I waffled on a while about the second story, so. Okay, well, my long one is the third one, and because I think my first two stories aren't as strong, I was thinking that I should go last, if that's okay. It's fine by me, so you want to just get straight into it then? I, I guess, there's not really much else to talk about, I there's mean. There's fucking nothing happening in our lives, guys, we just sit at home <laughs> all the time, okay? <laughs> yeah, apparently today it was 210 days or something. Um, since lockdowns of some form started. Okay. Which hasn't really felt that long to me. I know, it's weird. It's felt like a long time and also not a long time and I don't fucking know anymore. It's gone quick. Like, I don't know, like, I, I sometimes feel a bit guilty because I hear like a lot of other people are struggling with like the lockdown and the isolation and stuff, but I'm kind of loving it. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not, I'm not like, looking forward to going back to regular life, to be honest. I'm not minding it too much, but there are certainly things I'm seeing where I'm like, yeah, that really sucks. So someone I know kind of on Twitter today was talking about how their father's unfortunately dying. They've mm. got six, to, six weeks to six months and they're in Queensland and they can't go visit them. See, that stuff I get. That's fucked. There should be some way for people, people in that situation to be able to get in. I know he's not the only one. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, no. There should be exemptions, I think. Like, you know, okay, don't let people who just want to, you know, go to, like, the Gold Coast and get fucked up go. That yeah. makes sense to me. But if you've got, like, a family member who is sick, yeah, um, then I think that's a bit different. Like, that's yeah, that's different. You're still going to go through all the quarantine, but, you know. Yeah. 
I, I was sort of more just talking about people who are saying that they're struggling with just staying at home all the time. That was sort of more what I was saying. Because I yeah. see that stuff all the time where people are like, oh, I just want to go out. I just want to, you know, go see people. I don't really care. I, I don't know what that... <laughs> Says about you. Says about me, but I'm quite happy to stay home all the time. I'm kind of almost, especially since, you know, we've got this path in Victoria that we're meant to be following to go back to, you know, normal life, I say in air quotes. I'm not looking forward to going back and working in the office. I'm not looking forward to having like a packed schedule all the time. I'm pretty okay with living like this for quite some time to come, which I have a feeling is probably actually what's going to end up happening. Yeah, my mum was asking because you've got a birthday coming up. Oh, yeah. In <laughs> a month tomorrow, I believe, <laughs> the time of recording. Because I asked for the, because uh, I am going to bake you that cake. Oh, You can really? hold it to me and say, no, I'm going to bake the cake. Yeah, I made a joke of you baking me a cake and now you're actually going to do it? Hell yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, so I got her to send me the recipe, which I haven't seen come in yet, so I'm going to have to double check it. And she was like, when's your birthday? Thank you, Poppy, for that, whatever snore. that noise was. It was a snore. <laughs> and she was like, oh, do you think you'll be able to lock down by then? I said, no way. Yeah, no way. No. Nah. Not, 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 not with what's happened now. We're fucking, we're going to get into it one of my stories. So let's not waffle too okay. much. I mean, all we do talk about the same shit about the lockdown every week and then. Well, nothing else is happening in our lives. I'm so, so. sorry, everyone. <laughs> I, I know it must be exciting for you all out there in other states doing stuff. I saw people out tonight on Facebook and things. I'm like, I don't know. I kind of, I'm looking forward to it being over and be able to have people over. As like, I want to yeah. celebrate. I want to be like, oh, I haven't seen you guys in forever. I'd love to get my old classmates over and be like, what's been going on, guys? Yeah, absolutely. I would love to be able to just have like people over. Like yeah. that's the only restriction I'm looking forward to being lifted. I mean, I wouldn't mind being able to take you out for dinner and stuff. Not that you probably want to go, I understand, but. Well, yeah, I, I'm definitely in the boat of, I don't. Even when they say that it's okay, I'm still not going to feel safe for a while. Like, I'm not going to be the kind of person who goes out immediately. I just, I just don't want to get sick. Like, that's, yeah. that's it. Like, that's fine. <coughs> it's too late. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I, I'm just quite happy just hanging out with you most of the time. Mm. But I mean, yeah, I am looking forward to having people over. That's probably like the one restriction that I'm looking forward to. To being yeah. able to do. Yeah, all, all winter I was like, oh man, I could, I, I discovered I could make a malt wine in the slow cooker. Never had an occasion to do it. Because I'm not going to drink six liters of malt wine by myself. And I don't really drink wine. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> and we still got some cold days here. I don't want to make malt wine on a summer's day. Yeah, that's that, true. That's, not appropriate. Yeah, so I'm like, quick, come on. <laughs> Stop fucking around, Melbourne. I want to have people over for malt wine. I, I think the only thing that I worry about is that they are going to lift that restriction and then people are just going to have people over all the time and people yep. will be spreading it anyway and then we'll just go back to square one. So it's a bit of a <laughs> double-edged sword on that one, but we'll stop complaining about this now. That leaves me with my first story. It does. All right. History lesson here. In 2004, Shrek was released in New Zealand. What an interesting fact. Now, 16 <laughs> years later, Shrek 2 has just dropped. Are you fucking kidding me? Shrek 2 was discovered by Rob Faulkner, who works at the Wairaki Station on New Zealand's North Island. What? Quote, every attempt we made in the past to muster the animal failed. Over time, sheep like it become a bit feral and get very cunning. Oh my god, is Shrek a fucking sheep? Rob, in awe at the size of this lad when he first came upon Shrek 2, also quotes, A few weeks ago, it got into the back paddock, and I realised what a magnificent sheep it was. Shrek's a fucking sheep? Yes, yeah, Shrek 2 is actually a sheep. Oh my Story god. Story out of New Zealand, guys. About a sheep and not a kiwi. <laughs> Very I was not prepared for this mentally. <laughs> yeah, Shrek is a sheep. Okay. He's been living in the wild for the past five years. He's escaped domestic sheep. I was going to say, is there such a thing as a feral sheep? Yes. Oh, okay, cool. He's gone feral. He's been living in the wild for five years. Right, okay. 
Now, he's named after another sheep that was found in 2004, which is the Shrek 1 I alluded to. Right. New Zealand did get Shrek in 2001, like the rest of the world, the movie. <laughs> uh, and obviously Shrek 2, whenever that dropped. So you tried Shrek, to trick us. <laughs> yeah, Shrek is a famous sheep in New Zealand. He evaded shearers for seven years. Whoa. And when they finally caught him and sh- gave him a shearing, uh, his fleece weighed 27 kilos. Holy fuck, and he was walking around with that. He was walking around with it. I'll send you a link to the article because there's pictures. of. Actually, if you just Google now, Shrek the sheep. Because okay. they're, uh, they're really ridiculous looking because they haven't been shorn in so long. How is he seeing? That's a problem, actually. How is he seeing anything? I can't see his lies. Yeah, well, domestic sheep don't shed their wool naturally anymore because of all the years and generations of humans sharing for them. I was actually just about to ask that. I'm like, if this is a feral sheep, like, how did sheep, before we caught them and sheared them, how did they... Well, naturally it did happen. I believe probably we selected ones that were prone to not shearing because obviously we don't want them wasting the wool. Right. Oh, shedding, you mean. Okay. Shedding, sorry, yeah. Yeah, yeah. okay. Um, so, yeah, naturally, sheep in the wild would have lost it just like any other animal would have, I'd assume. Right. Or it would come off as they're walking through okay. shrubs and stuff. Domestic sheep, their wool really doesn't come off them anymore. So it is actually really bad if they get out and are unattended. Like, it's really... People are always like, shearing is cruel, but no, it's way worse to not share the animal. Yeah. Um, because one, as you can see, he can barely see. Yeah, no, uh, I cannot see them. They will literally life. cook and overheat. Oh. It could block the hearing. And their own shit and piss gets stuck in their wool, and that's really bad for them as well. I feel bad, but all of the things that you were just saying reminded me of our cat Poppy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if, me if, you've, if, you've never, if you've never seen her, she is very, very fluffy. She's very fluffy. <laughs> if you've ever watched Avatar The Last Airbender, she kind of looks like Upper. She really does. <laughs> just as big, just as fluffy. And she flies. Okay, maybe not that part. Oh. Six legs, though. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Uh, it is worth noting, though, in New South Wales, in Australia, in 2018, there was actually a ram discovered. He was called Shrek 2. Okay. He discovered two years prior. Now, he has the record. He had a 30 kilogram fleece. Fuck. But, you know, it's just a case of Australia stealing yet another thing from New Zealand, so it doesn't really count. Whatever. At time of writing, I was not able to find out if Shrek 2 had been shorn and how much his fleece did weigh. But given he was only out in the wild for five years, it's probably not going to be as much as Shrek 1 or Shrek 2 the first. <laughs> Shrek 2 the first. Because this is Shrek 2 the second, I guess? Yeah, I get it. <laughs> there you go. Big fluffy sheep story out of New Zealand. Shrek 1 actually had an interesting life. After they, after they found him, they like kept him as an attraction. And, but he had a personal carer. Nice. Who looked after him until he had to unfortunately be put down in 2011. Oh, well, I didn't need to I don't to know how long a button. domestic sheep lives for, but he had at least 10 years either. on him. Yeah, I don't know. I got to double check where Shrek 1 was actually found. Because we once went jet boating in New Zealand in 2001. Okay. When Shrek first came out. So it's all relevant. <laughs> Uh, jet boating around Queenstown and we're shooting up one of the rivers in a canyon and we come around a bend do a 360 in the jet in the jet boat because that's what you do and there's this fucking sheep just stranded there on the bottom of a cliff right so I wonder what I don't think it was Shrek but maybe <laughs> it's possible how long had it been there I think I can only assume it had fallen off the cliff unfortunately oh, I no. assume that the jet boat crew reported it when they got back but I don't know well I hope that sheep was okay mm. okay do you remember the last time I said that all of my stories had a theme Yep. Do you remember what the theme was? Penis. Yeah, I've accidentally done it again. <laughs> Got something no. in your mind? No, like, so, <laughs> apparently, yeah, I do. But no, seriously, like, my favorite stories that I find all the time. Favorite penis. You see it? Like, no, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> but, like, I tend to like to try and pick the more recent stories if I'm just doing, like, quick news articles for the podcast. Yep. And all three of the ones I found, like, later this week were about penises, so I just opened them up without thinking about it and then realized, 
holy, hang on, they all mention the word penis. Okay. And they are all literally about penises. Is this a follow-up from the other week where we spoke about glory holes and penises being bitten off? (laughs) Was that the last week we had? You know, I have actually a really- Or is this going back to our worst performing episode? You won't believe the amount of dicks. (laughs) Turns out people don't like that title. No, which I'm really disappointed about because it's the only one that I named. (laughs) So, like, I get it, guys. I will never name another episode. I, I get it. <laughs> but no, I actually have some unfortunate news about the glory hole one. It's not true. What? It was, it was like, <laughs> it was like satire, which I, nowhere when I looked at that did it say it was satire. For fuck's sake. But then I found on a Facebook group other people talking about it later and they were like, oh yeah, it's satire. And I'm like, what? I thought that was real. So was that like a fake newspaper? Yeah, type? no, it's a real newspaper, but it was a fake story. Dickheads. So, really disappointed in a way. I mean, I'm glad the guy didn't actually get injured. Yeah, but it was such a good well, now fucking I feel bad story. About laughing about it so much, but well, now you don't have to. <laughs> oh, fuck. God damn it! Well, you know what story is 100 percent true. What? That one I told about the guy in his arm in New Guinea. Yes. And that's still one of my favorite stories I've ever told. As far as I'm aware, that's the only accidental satire story we've told. <laughs> yes. Certainly I've been writing stories and realized halfway through they're fake. That hasn't happened to me yet. Uh, a couple of times I've been writing, I'm like, hang on a second. Fake news. Fuck. <laughs> An actual fake news, not like what fucking Trump says. But yes, I've accidentally dicked it again. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I just, how, 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 how have I done this twice now? You're obsessed. Apparently. This Penisly. first story is not has no fun elements, by the way. I'm just going to clear that up. I, I chose this story as a general PSA because uh, people can be gross. And I think it uh, might be a timely reminder, especially for women, to be careful when we're out on our own. Because Melbourne has a flasher. Lovely. I, Wonderful. There's a, there's a part of me that says, a flasher? How old-fashioned. Yeah. Has he gotten sick of sending unsolicited dick pics? Because I feel like that's the modern flasher. I suppo- yeah, I suppose you're right. That, that That's what they do now. I suppose and there must be more of a thrill to it, to do it in person. Maybe? I guess. I don't know. I just feel like you could find, if you're a person who is inclined to be a flasher, that you could potentially just find more women to show it to online rather than going out in public, especially during a pandemic, during a lockdown in Victoria. There's no thrill then of the potential of being caught, though, I feel. That's got to be a part I of it. Guess. I guess. I mean, I don't know. Not personally a flasher. Don't understand the psyche behind it. But yeah, police are looking for a man who has repeatedly exposed himself in Sunshine West on a, it's like a a, hike, a, a creek trail. So he showed them his sunshine. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> First reported incident was when two 17-year-old girls uh, were walking on the trail when they saw a man lying in the grass masturbating at approximately 3.30 in the afternoon. So this guy is not trying to hide at all. I thought you were about to say a distance then, approximately like 330 metres. No, I was Fuck saying the, the of time of day. Okay, yeah. So that you know exactly how exposed he was. Because Sunshine bearing down on his dingus. Pretty much. Flies swarming his sweaty groin. Now, if him masturbating in public isn't bad enough, he then followed the girls. Yeah. But they lost sight of him as they got nearer to, like, the main road at one end of the, Good. the trail. Creepy fuck. The second reported instance was a cyclist. Um, he seen a man masturbating while following a woman who was jogging at about 1.40 in the afternoon. Which, I have to admit, does kind of create a really kind of amusing mental picture that he's was jogging Was he along. also jogging? Yeah. I mean, he had to have been if he was following her and keeping up with her, yeah? Right. I just Kind of impressed. 
how do you keep your dick in your hand while you're jogging? And the blood flow to the rest of your body, right? Yeah, I don't... I mean, I don't have a dick, so I don't, I don't know how this works. But fortunately, it was, seemed he was like... was jogging off. Ugh. Instead of jacking off. Fortunately for the woman, it seemed like she didn't know. A jank, if you will. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, the cyclist said it seemed like the woman was completely unaware of what was happening behind her, so I feel good about that, at least. I suppose. Um... I mean, I'd, I'd rather she didn't know than know. Yeah, that's fair. So he hasn't been caught yet. Um, the first incident was reported like late September. So he's still on the loose. So if you're in Sunshine West, maybe uh, just keep an eye out around you, I suppose. Um, the man is described as Asian in appearance, 5'4 with short black hair. And if you have any info on it, you should definitely call Crime Stoppers as the police think that there's no reason for this guy to stop or move on because he's also, getting away with it. Also, probably breaching COVID restrictions. Is that exercise? I was literally about <laughs> to say that. <laughs> also, a five foot four Asian man with short black hair. I know, it's... Mm. Yeah. Jeez. I mean... What a... Unique description. So, just a general, don't be gross. Yeah. No one wants to see your dick in public. If I you promise want to you. outside, just do it in your backyard or on your balcony. Yeah, like... Just, especially like women who are just trying to get out in, in you know, the day, get their vitamin D. Ooh, that. Get their vitamin D, eh? <sighs> that was unintentional. You said it, not me. That was really unintentional. But you know what I mean? They're just out there trying to get their exercise while they're in lockdown. They do not need to see you swinging your dick around in public. Just keep it in your pants. They don't want to see it. I promise. Well, so far, most of them haven't, thankfully. I'm trying to those two 17 year old girls, though. No, I think they did see. I, I'm pretty sure the two girls reported The two girls that. did, yeah. Yeah. The other joggers haven't, though, hopefully. Although the cyclists had to. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, no. No one wants to see it. Just no one wants to see it. And, I mean, that goes for your online flash as well. I promise you that 99% of the people you're sending it to do not want to see it. Just don't. And your penis probably looks funny anyway. Don't send Unless it to people. Unless a woman says to you, or man, or whoever you're sending it to, says, I would like to see your penis, don't do it. Yeah, yeah. That's my general PSA. All right, so keep an eye out for a man in Sunshine West trying to give people extra vitamin D. Saves you. <laughs> I'm talking of keeping an eye out for things. Oh, God. Have you ever given much thought to the ants that get into our outdoor garbage bin? No, I think they're ants and they're hungry. So you've never thought to yourself, what if that was an undiscovered species of ants? No. No? Well, I mean, we're pro- you're probably right. <laughs> but another Amanda, Ooh, okay. Amanda de George, who is a Wollongong resident, uh, she was paying attention to the critters around her home and noticed a rather attractive little spider. Okay, a spider and attractive do not belong in the same sentence. It's a jumping spider. They're pretty cute. Oh, are those like the tiny little brown fairy ones? Yeah, but this one's got a blue face. Oh. Okay. It's a very nice looking spider, I think. I like the little jumping spiders myself. They're fun to play they with. They scare me. <laughs> yeah, so she finds this bright blue faced jumping spider on her recycling bin, snaps a photo of it, and posts it to her Facebook page called Backyard Zoology, which is also a blog she has. Okay. If you'd like this story... Maybe go check out her yeah, website. Uh, and obviously she, she had no idea what it was. So she's asking everyone else. Anyone know what this is? This picture eventually gets the attention of a spider expert called Joseph Schubert, who asks Amanda to capture it so he can identify it formally. And it takes Amanda three months to do this. Wow. Okay. That's quite a while. Quote, I spent the last three months on my hands and knees looking for this spider. It's just fucking gone missing. Yeah. Well, I mean, jumping spiders are fucking tiny. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like she was out there every day looking for it. So dedicated. Yeah. I mean, it's not exactly the kind of animal that you can just leave food out for. Yeah, they like to hunt. <laughs> yeah. Finally, a few weeks ago, she catches it. Along with a second one. Oh. So she got two. 
She puts both of them into separate containers, because apparently jumping spiders are known to occasionally eat each other. Yeah, you don't want that. Shoves them in a box, pads it with cotton wool, gives it to a courier and ships it down to Melbourne with live spiders in the box. Can you do that? Apparently you can. Okay. (laughs) So she sends it to Melbourne, which is where Joseph lives, and it turns out, well, I've kind of spoiled it, it's a member of the Jotus genus, which is the jumping spider genus. Mm -hmm. And it's a very loose, or sorry, a close relative, I misspelled my own words there, it's a close relative of the peacock spider, which is the ones that dance around and wave their oh, hands yeah. in the air and they're very, very cute. Which probably explains the blue face. Right. Now, I know you don't like spiders. I do not like spiders. So it's probably hard for you to accept when I say, that's a cute spider. I think if it's at a distance or I'm looking at a photo, I can say, okay, yeah, that's cute. But if it was near me, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'll be happy to know then that uh, jumping spiders are harmless to humans. Okay. Despite this, they are actually active hunters and they will inject venom into their prey. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we're significantly larger True. than a jumping spider, which is usually about the size of my pinky nail, I'd imagine. Yeah. So, you know, if you see one, you can play with it, I guess. Or just leave it be. This ain't like that episode of Peppa Pig that had to be banned in Australia. <laughs> uh, so Joseph is now actually waiting for Museums Victoria to reopen. That's who he works for. Mm-hmm. So he's got the spider. He's positive it's a new species, but he can't actually formally finish the job until they reopen the museum. Right, okay. So as of right now, he and the two spiders are in lockdown together. <laughs> Okay. Quote, I've never seen a Jota species with a blue face. I've got both alive in an enclosure at the moment. If they die, I have 100% ethanol to preserve them. Okay, so he's going to mummify the spiders. Worst case, he'll mummify the spiders. The reason for it is because they're so tiny, he's actually having issues feeding them. Because oh. there's not a lot he can actually give them that they can physically eat. Give them some ants. Maybe he needs to give them some ants. What he has done is made fruit fly traps. Uh, he's asking, so if anyone out there has actually seen a blue face jumping spider, take a photo of it. Everyone's got really good cameras on their phones these days, provided yeah, you've got a phone produced in the past. I think in the past four years, phone cameras have gotten really, really good. They've gone from pretty decent to like, holy shit, why do I even have an SLR camera? Yeah. Because currently the species is only known to exist in her backyard. <laughs> shit. <laughs> That's kind of crazy. They're positive it's got a wider range. Well, you would think so, right? Like, what are the odds that there's a species just living in her backyard? I mean, I kind of get how it could be like overlooked because they're so little. And, like, when you see a jumping spider, it's not like you even look twice at it. Yeah. So I I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So they suspect they're quite widespread. And in just 2019, last year, five new spiders in just this genius were discovered. So there's a lot of them out there that we've never really described before. Because you're right. People probably look at them and go, jumping spider. Yeah. Don't give it a second thought. I think the other thing is people don't realize how few animals we've actually described and discovered. What do you mean by that? Well... It's currently estimated 86% of the Earth species are actually yet to be discovered. Wow, okay. Are most of them in the sea? Because that would make sense. A lot of them will be in the sea, <laughs> but also there's so many places on land that we don't really go to. Okay. There's lots of, um, I mean, not so much here in Australia, but certainly places where there's lots of plateaus of sheer cliff faces, because mm. they're so inaccessible and hard to get to, and isolated, they effectively become like land islands. Okay. So you can have that entire plateau might have entire geniuses or entire species that we've never seen before. Mm. because they're separated, they evolve separately kind of thing. So even on land, you know, there's tons of things we haven't discovered yet. Small creatures that we kind of overlook that were like, whatever, that's yeah. just a lizard, that's just a spider. And people probably think, oh, we already know all this stuff. That's what people do. Yeah. So if, you, if you're disappointed that it's too late to explore the earth because we've seen everything, <laughs> uh, no, we haven't. Uh, I think about the amount of species in Papua New Guinea that we have no idea what they are because that's a bloody nightmare of a country to get around on foot. Well, what about <laughs> that thing that they thought was extinct and then they found them again? Which um, one? There's hundreds of stories like that. I think it was a fish is the one I'm thinking of. You're thinking then. of the uh, colosin. Yeah. Yeah. Like, how does that happen? How do you go, oh, no, definitely extinct, and then it just pops up again? 
Well, it disappeared <laughs> from the fossil record, so we assumed it wasn't alive anymore. But I mean, being fossilized requires a lot of things to happen. The amount of, like, we'll never know in the 100% of every animal that's ever lived because some just weren't fossilized. I am going to take this as the Tasmanian tiger still exists. We just haven't seen him. Look, I can't dispute that. <laughs> I think about there was a, um, it kind of looks like a quokka, but a lot smaller. <gasps> Cute. And it's called like a pika something. It's sort of named after Pikachu, I think. And it lives up on like the side of a cliff. And they thought they were extinct until some scientists was walking around a market in China and there was like a dead one on the market for, for like sale. And he's like, <laughs> where did you get this? And they're like, oh, fucking cliff, like 20 k's that way. And they went and they found one. And they're like, oh, the species isn't dead. We just haven't seen it in right. 60 years or something. Yeah. It happens quite a bit. So, you know, maybe we should pay attention more to the little critters around us. Maybe. I will continue to kill every spider I see, however. <laughs> and by you kill them, you mean scream for me to come and kill them. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I try to let them outside as much as I can. I take care of the cockroaches, you take care of the spiders. That is the deal, yes. That's the deal we made. <laughs> yeah. Don't report the cockroaches, just kill them, fuck them all. Yeah, no, they can, they can get die in a fire. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I've got another dick for you. <laughs> really? I'm not interested. No? I don't swing that way, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, what if I told you there's a giant penis in the Blue Mountains? <laughs> Look, Australia loves its big whatevers. Why not have the big penis? <laughs> big merino, big banana, the big shrimp, and the big dong. I'm not sure it's that big. The big blue mountains, blue balls. Okay. Are you going to send me a picture? I am. How big is this penis? Uh, okay, hold on. This is a drone shot. Well, I mean, I don't know the magnification on this aerial photo, but that is quite a large penis. Yes, it is. And this title of this story is The Mystery of the Blue Mountain's Giant Penis Can. So it's made out of rocks stacked on top of each other. That is something that I was going to say, but yes, that is correct. Okay. <laughs> so, so it's rock hard. <laughs> I mean, it certainly looks erect in the photo. <laughs> so why is it penis? How come no one ever like doodles a vagina? Harder to draw. I suppose. People doing it haven't seen one. Maybe also that. A man, na- a man named Michael Connolly found it about a year ago. So... This is a fairly recent discovery. Is this going to be like those drawings in the Atacama Desert that have survived for hundreds and hundreds of years? Well, as far as I can tell, no one's tried to date this thing. Yeah. So we're going to have like in 150 years time, someone's referencing our podcast talking about this (laughs) mysterious penis and it's still there to this day. Yeah. I mean, possibly. Uh, I mean, I feel like the rocks might erode a bit by then, but possibly. Who knows? Who knows? It could happen. So Michael is an avid bushwalker and he was trying to map out some new, um, you know, hiking trails or whatever using a website called Six Maps, which is a high definition mapping site. I've never heard of it before. I have heard of Six Maps. You got to pay money. It's basically high res Google Earth. Right. Okay. You pay, but you've got to pay to use it. Well, that explains the high definition mapping site. Yes. Okay. When he was zooming in to see ridgelines, which apparently... Um, Ridge lines, eh? I, I mean, I don't know what that is in hiking terms. Maybe someone else can tell me. But that's the line, I guess, the peak, like the tip of the mountain. Oh, because when you go hiking, you want to look along the ridge. Okay, well, when he was zooming in on those, he spotted the giant penis just on top of a ridge. Apparently, <laughs> was it rigid? Look at it. I will obviously share this photo, and it's also going to be linked in the uh, episode description. But it. It's just, you know how you draw a basic dick? Yeah, we all drew them in high school, right? Right. That's what it looks like. There's no detail. No, not even like, they didn't even take the time and effort to stack some little rocks in the shape of a vein on there or something. No, nothing. No pubic hair. Just a penis outline. Silhouette of a schlong. 
The giant penis is located only about two and a half k's from the National Park gate, but it isn't along any marked tracks. So, you know, you wouldn't think to go down there, basically. I hope he's put a walk past it because it would be a good landmark. <laughs> a spot to have lunch by the great by, Australian by, penis. By the penis. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, the penis is not constructed from, you know, dug out earth or anything like that. It is rocks piled. It's... Apparently pretty big. Michael said that he thought that it would take even two people a long time. Yeah, it's not something it. you could just whip up in an hour. No, like, and I mean. it's not just putting one rock down to outline the penis. You're stacking rocks on top of yes. each other. You, pe- you see people doing it at the beach all the time, making stone cans. Yeah. And you got to do that to make a giant penis. One, where'd they get all the rocks? Well, I mean, this is the other thing. Not only would it take forever to construct this thing, you had to find the rocks first. And you're this would have been a project that would have taken a while. Probably more than a day. Yeah, probably. you got to contend about the heat. Yes. The wildlife. Yes. Other people coming along and finding your perversions. Yes. All of these things. It would have taken a long time. <laughs> but Michael does think that it's not a recent addition to the Blue Mountains. Um, and he thought that because the rocks look weathered. Okay. So who knows how long it's been there? Do we have... How how long does the satellite footage go back? Yeah, that's the thing. Like, no one's, like, looked into it. I've, I did Google it to try and find out to see if anyone did try to date this penis. <laughs> now I'm just curious. <laughs> but I didn't find any answers. So, I mean, it's possible it's been there for years and just no one's found Found it, or no one's talked about it. Who built the penis? Well, that's the other thing. That's the mystery. No one knows who did it. So what park is it near? Uh, I'm, I'm assuming it's the Blue Mountains National Park. Right. Because you just said the National Park, so I'm assuming it's like the like Three Sisters one. And it's near the entrance. Yeah. Within two Ks. Within two and a half Ks. Now I kind of want to try and spot it on Google Earth. Maybe that's what I'll spend my night doing. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, there's no theories on who might have done it, and it seems unlikely that there will be any. Because, one, we don't know how long it's been there. Two, how would you ever prove who did it? (laughs) Someone has to come forward. Someone knows who did it. (laughs) Just admit that you did it. Tell us. We won't tell anyone else. We just want to know. Take credit for your masterpiece. (laughs) Um, Don't blue ball us like this. But, I mean, I will say there's nothing else to the story. I just didn't know that there was a giant penis in the Blue Mountains. Who did? Um, No one until recently. When When was this published? Uh, September last year, so literally like a year. It's the anniversary of the discovery of the penis. <laughs> um, a new national holiday for New South. But for I the am country. just going to put a warning on this: do not go and try and find it. That is true. It's not on a track, so you're likely to get fucking lost. Exactly. So real easy to get lost. And then yes, there's weather, animals, fucking spiders, snakes, whatever. You know. Also the Penrith Panther. Let's just keep that in mind. <laughs> it's okay. It's the Blue Mountains. It's not Penrith. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I'm making a joke, but obviously do not go and try and find it. It's not on a trail. Don't risk yourself. Just, uh, look at the photo instead. (laughs) Unless like, I don't know, you're super experienced in like Australian bushland. Just don't even try. Just, just take comfort in the knowledge that you know the penis is out there. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's not enough. I need to see it on Google Earth. (laughs) Maybe do it later. No, I have to do it right now (laughs) while we're recording. Oh God. That's it. That's it. I, I just, I discovered this only like a week ago and I needed to share it with you guys. That's, that's I can't it. I have you held on to the information for a week and haven't told me. I know. Do you I, know, could, like I could sometimes... have had a week looking for the penis on Google Earth. <laughs> a whole week. Well, I try to like not give you any information about the, uh, the story so that you are reacting in real time. I could have found the penis by now. It's only a two kilometer radius search area. Well, look, you've got something to do for the rest of the night. Fantastic. <laughs> Speaking of penis, the lockdown continues here in Melbourne, and sadly, the cases are trending back up. Worth noting, we are still less than 15 cases a day, which is a huge improvement. Oh, well, yeah, we were getting like, what, 700 or something a day at one point? Yeah. Yeah. And that was 
Not too long ago, about a month, month and a half. I don't see them fucking know. I, I, I feel like it's longer than that, but I can't be 100% sure. Who fucking knows? At some point, that was happening. But they are going back up because people are stupid. Yep. Pretty much what I said right here, what I've written. Why is this happening? Broadly, people are stupid. Take because instance, people have fucking parties on St. Kilda Beach for no fucking reason. Or, speaking of parties, on August 29th, an illegal sex party is suspected of being responsible for a spike of cases in the Victorian town of Colac. Oh my god, okay. Which sits on the shore of Lake Colac. Which is about 70 kilometers west southwest of Geelong, because I had no idea where it was. Right, okay. So I didn't know either. Just, just some horny country bumpkins. Well, I mean, pumpkins. if there's nothing out there, what else are they going to do? Well, talking about nothing being out there, I looked up the ma- lake. I'm like, that's an impressive looking lake. And then I went into Street View, and it's fucking empty. It's like uh, St. George's Lake or George's Lake out of Canberra. Yeah, yeah. Where it's never got any fucking water in it. <laughs> yeah. So they can't even enjoy the lake, so I guess. Sex orgy? Yeah. What, I mean, what else is there in the country town? Yeah, what else are you going to do? What do you guys do in country towns? I mean... It's orgies, isn't it? There <laughs> are little sex cults out there. I mean, I, I grew up in a semi-rural area. I don't remember any orgies, but I was a child, so, <laughs> you know. You weren't invited yet. <laughs> Local rumours circulated amongst the town's residents that this was actually the cause of the second spike of the town. So it's all local goss and hearsay. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> People were furious. Of course. Why? Was it because they weren't invited? Probably. Maybe. But more likely, because once again, it's a small group of fuckwits ruining it for the rest of us. Yeah, it feels familiar. Look, if you're going to host a COVID-spreading sex party, at least invite everyone in the town, right? <laughs> you got to spread it to them anyway, at least let them have the fun part. <laughs> so at the time of the article was written, um, it was not confirmed that this was actually the case, that there was a link between this fuck banging and the covid spreading but the household in which it apparently took place did receive two fines okay so fair. one way or another there was a party well, there was, was a sex, sex party, party or not, not. who yeah. knows was there covid involved possibly yes well, what else is happening in this town but as of five days ago colac was confirmed to be covid free which brings the entire geelong region into virus free status so this means you can now have all the sex parties you like no I assume. I'm sure they've got some restrictions. I was going to say, I'm sure you're probably limited on how many people you can have. But Colec, if you're listening, a condom isn't going to cut it. Mask your mouth and your member. Oh my God. (laughs) CJ. (laughs) I had fun writing that line, all right? You want to know the uh, headline for that? Yes, please tell me. Horny swingers in Colac may have caused a spike in COVID-19 cases because of an illegal sex party. So you got it from the Daily Mail? No, it's from Pedestrian. (laughs) Oh, what the fuck? (laughs) I did get the Shrek article from Daily Mail, though. Was was that headline, like, the story? <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Meet Shrek 2. New Zealand Shearer discovers enormous sheep living on a forestry block near his station. <laughs> okay, yeah. I, uh, while we're reading headlines, I guess, well, the other one came from the ABC News. New jumping Jota spider found in New South Wales backyard, mailed alive to Melbourne. I mean, yeah, that also does pretty much tell you everything that was in the yeah. story. Yeah, I, I feel like headline writing was an art form that has died. Died very quickly. Yeah. And it's a shame. Yeah, I don't know. Like, there's Either no clickbait wank or just the headline is the story. Yeah. One day we'll make those shirts. <laughs> One day. <laughs> okay, so that, that was your that was your story? That's it. I'm People, I'm, people I'm fucking are spreading COVID. <laughs> Jumping spiders, big old woolly sheep, and people just fucking. Meanwhile, all I've got is dick. Spreading diseases, but not STDs. <laughs> so, well, I mean, they might have. I mean, if who's you to say? got COVID at an illegal sex orgy party mm-hmm. it technically was a sexually transmitted disease true <laughs> you need I'm- to practice social distance sex everyone just stands two meters apart and aggressively masturbates at each other i was gonna say no one's dick is that long in a circle <laughs> what a time thrilling <laughs> 
Okay, so my last story, when I start telling you, you're going to go, why are you finishing on this story? This is horrible. Okay. And I totally agree. It is horrible. Like, I get that. The amusing part is the excuse as to why it happened. Okay. So just keep that in mind. I will put a trigger warning here that I am about to talk about sexual assault. I'm not going to detail too much of what actually happened. I'm just going to say that that happened. So if you don't want to listen, that's I'd completely understand. You might want to skip forward. Although this is our last story, so you could probably just stop here. Thanks um, for coming. Yeah, thank you for listening. Um, but if you're continuing on with us, here it is. A Sydney GP has been convicted of 22 offences and jailed for six years. This is a horrible story. Why aren't you telling me this? <laughs> Sorry, why are you ending on this? I fucked it up. No! There it goes. The, the joke's gone. That's... <laughs> Just... Okay, I don't mean to laugh about this, but also it is kind of funny um, when I say the name of the clinic that he worked at. Okay. The GP worked as an overnight sleep technician at the Woolcock Clinic in Glebe. That is just unfortunate that that was the name of the clinic. I think I know this story. Oh, really? Do I have this bookmarked myself? (laughs) You might. At that clinic, his job was to oversee patients undergoing sleep studies. Now, I've had a sleep study. Mm. I've actually done one before because I used to have very severe sleep apnea before I had surgery to fix it. Were you molested in the process? I don't think so. Okay. (laughs) But this is the thing, I guess, who can really ever say. Were you at the Woolcock? No, I wasn't. I was at uh, Royal North Shore. There's definitely a joke here about pulling the walls over over their eyes with his cock or something. Maybe not. Maybe Um, not. (laughs) But what I will say about having a sleep study is that it's extremely uncomfortable. I don't know how much sleep I really got in a sleep study. Because it's kind of like going for an ECG, right? Where they just strap you you up to 100 billion wires. So many things. So, like, you have different things attached to you all over your body, and then they all attach to this thing that you wear around your neck. You also have to sleep with tubes up your nose. Um, Because I think that... Monitors um, the airways? Yeah, like I think it monitors how much oxygen or whatever. Anyway, doesn't matter. It's horrendously uncomfortable. So when I tell you what he did and his excuses for why he did it, for me, I was like, as if you wouldn't know. I'm just thinking about how much hair people must lose during that, because I mean, as a hairy-bodied person myself. Oh, yeah, you would. It hurt when they took the ECGs off me. It's like being waxed. When I had it done, they put numerous ones on my neck and the ones that were underneath my chin, so your skin there's a bit thinner. Yep. When they ripped them off, all the skin came with it. Oh, fuck. It was fucking painful. And then every time I had a shower for like two weeks after that, it stung like a bitch. So people my sleep study look- was not pleasant at all. <laughs> people were probably looking at you going, what happened to you? Yeah. It was, um, Yeah. I did not uh, like my sleep study at all. It was a horrible experience, but it had to be done. Um, because fun fact, I had sleep apnea so badly, I stopped breathing more than once per minute. That's bad. Yeah, it was really bad. <laughs> I had surgery. Don't have it anymore. Very much like not having it. <laughs> but anyway, back to this horrible thing that this guy did. So while the patients were asleep, the GP indecently assaulted five women, including a 16-year-old girl, by groping them and placing his penis on their hands and feet for minutes at a time. Yeah, I definitely know this story. Why? Why? What does he get out of that? Yeah, I don't know. From what I understand and from my experience, I remember anyone coming into the room when I did my sleep study. Yeah. Um, so basically you have cameras watching you. you ha- I co- hooked up to all the machines and they're monitoring that from a different room. So he used to use the excuse that the women had low blood pressure and that he had to go and check on them. Who is he telling this excuse to? I'm assuming that you don't do it alone. Probably because of things like this. Yeah. So in some cases he drugged them, which... Great. Yeah. And in others, he would turn off the CCTV monitors, but most of the time he didn't even bother doing that. So all of this was caught 
on camera. Wouldn't this also be fucking with the results of their sleep study? I guess it depends on how unconscious the woman is. But the drugging definitely would mm. skew the results for sure. I mean, I guess it depends on what they're looking for, but you would think that it would. I would assume. <sighs> So, yeah, obviously all of this is terrible and it's awful to think that a doctor, someone who's meant to be looking after you, is taking such advantage of you while you're unconscious. Mm. Like, what the fuck? Like, no. But I picked this story for the podcast because his justification for why he thinks it's acceptable is just so bizarre that it's funny. Um, okay. The stuff I'm about to tell you, he said all of this in court. Like... <laughs> He thought that this was going to sway a judge and a jury, I assume, to be on his side? Is he a neckbed? Um, no. No, he's not. Oh. He's married. He has two children. Oh, God. Even worse. Yeah. You could uh, have gone home and just asked your wife to pretend she was having a sleep study. Maybe. Bit of a weird thing to do. Yeah, Especially when you work as a sleep study person. I but would definitely be concerned as the wife if my husband came home and said that to me. It's like that bloody story I read on the internet the other day of this guy whose father was like a... They had an, an, an anemic fetish. So it was into like sleeping women who were really pale and okay. sickly looking. That's really fucking and weird. And it was like to the point where they were giving their kids iron supplement tablets. It was fucking it was Okay, weird. that's just it was, fucked it was up. It's fucked up. Anyway. Anyway, so he had a few reasons as to why he thought it was okay. So first one, number one, he was performing tantric penis healing on his patients. Yes. No, I definitely heard. I remember that <laughs> sentence. <laughs> and <laughs> and that the act of rubbing his penis on them was non-sexual and completely different from masturbation. Are we sure we haven't done this before? I don't think so. Okay. I, it doesn't. It didn't ring a bell to me when I was reading. Okay, I must have just read this article. Maybe. I mean, the headline was the pretty bad. Yeah. Perverted GP makes a very bizarre confession. So I mean, like, I I would see why the he- headline would have piqued your interest. Maybe I read it at work and then forgot to bookmark it. <laughs> anyway. He claimed that he was using one of the seven chakras to transfer energy and that one of those was located in the penis. Is that true? I mean, I don't think so. First I've heard about it, but I'm assuming this person is probably from India then if we're going about chakras. He's Iranian. Um, Iranian? Yeah. But, I mean, everyone has seven or however many it is chakras and not everyone has a penis. So I don't think it is located in the penis, but again, I don't know enough probably to say Because I was going to make a thing about how the chakras are from like India, right? And they wrote the Kama Sutra, so maybe, but never mind. I definitely feel like that's where he's going with this. Yeah. uh, Obviously, what I was about to say was a very ill-informed joke and it doesn't matter anyway. But yeah. Because he's not from India. Um, He even went as far to say... That they trust my medical knowledge and I always use my medical knowledge to help people. As if that was some way of legitimizing that it was an actual medical practice. It just sounds like fucking Casanova when he told that lady that he could give her eternal youth if like she watched him fuck a mermaid. That's that's a real story from history. Because yeah, totally would have bought that. Absolutely. (laughs) It's just, hey, doctor, help me, I'm dying. Touch my magic penis. Dear Lord. It will kill you. But that's the thing. He didn't even give them the choice. Mm. It wasn't like, my penis can heal you, touch it. (laughs) And then they did. Like, that's not what happened. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? (laughs) Um, So number two, which completely contradicts the first excuse, by the way. You're dying. Grab hold of my penis. No. (laughs) You're dying. You just got to touch it. No, I can't do it. (laughs) So yeah, his second excuse completely contradicts the first one. Okay. He said, it's not hurting the patient. The patient is sleeping. I don't know about the law, but my idea is that it's not making a huge problem because masturbation is not illegal. But didn't he just say that it wasn't masturbation and that it was completely non-sexual? Also, masturbation doesn't involve another partner. Uh, public masturbation is illegal. (laughs) What? 
Public well, is true. Public. Yeah. Um, but it's, also it's in a clinic. It's public. I, I, I don't consenting partner doesn't exactly exist as part of masturbation. Sorry. I don't consenting partner is not part of masturbation. No. That's a sex crime. Yeah, no, all, all of this is wrong. This is one, this is all just, hang on a minute, this is all a sex crime. <laughs> exactly. My that's God, he hasn't got a magic penis, he's got a magic sex crime. Don't know if that's magic, but. He's got a sex crime. Yeah. <laughs> so number three, he it's also. Three cla- excuses. Yeah, this is the third and last one. He also claimed that the victims were not totally asleep. So it's possible that they maybe could have asked him to do it it's possible that they could have maybe asked me to do it does not mean they did (laughs) yeah exactly like the wording of it is so ridiculous that it's like no they did not ask you to do it you're just saying that it's possible that they maybe did when he was asked if he really thought that the 16 year old girl asked him to put his penis in her hand while checking her blood pressure he said he couldn't remember specifically but she mustn't have minded because she didn't change positions she was asleep and possibly drugged or probably freaking the fuck out because this grown-ass dude just walked in the room while she's sleeping and put his dick in her hand. I have to admit, if I was in this situation personally and you're in a clinic overnight with no one else there, I would probably just pretend to be asleep. Because if you wake up and argue, who knows what's going to happen to you? She just grip the penis really tightly and suddenly just (laughs) fucking just crush it. You know, like that Twitter account I showed you of like gripping foods of force? Yeah. Do that on the penis. <laughs> just be like, hey. And then just pretend it was like a sleep reaction. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sorry. So his quote was, I'm not telling you this is the right thing to do, but this I don't accept as abuse because she's not 10, she's 16. Yeah. How did he ever think this was going to work for him in a court of law? Like, I don't understand how he thought that he was somehow going to convince people that this was an A-OK thing to do. Especially in a country where the argument is, it's OK, she was 16 and that's not the age of consent in Australia. No, you're a doctor. Like, you have a duty of care. Like, all of these things, none of it makes any sense apart from the fact that you're just a pervert that wanted to touch women while they were sleeping. Because the excuses are so ridiculous and so contradictory, that's why I found it funny. I'm like, how the fuck do you think that anyone's going to believe you or buy this narrative that you're trying to sell that this was absolutely legitimate and just fine to do? Like, what the fuck? Obviously, because, you know, everything he said is insane. It didn't work out so well for him because he's now in jail. Judge Leonie Flannery said he will almost certainly never practice medicine in this country ever again. Gee, I wonder why. Hopefully he never fucking practices medicine in any country ever again. Well, I guess, you know, you can only say here because that's what we have authority over. But if you Google his name, though, it's going to come up. Oh, yeah. Uh, his name was very much in this article. I chose to not this say is just it. like the guy last week who shat down a fucking mining hole. Yeah, exactly. You Google his name now. He's oh, here's a new application for our job. Oh, he's a doctor. We need one of those. He's a qualified doctor. Cool. Mr. Iran. Oh, he sticks his penis on people. Yeah, probably not going to work well, hang out. Hang on, two qualifications right here. Magic healing penis? Put that on your CV. Fucking hell. Fuck. <sighs> magic healing penis. I just, you, I, th- I think it's like how can usually- we never? How can we never try this magic healing penis on men? Yeah, interesting that, isn't it? Hmm. No, he did actually explain in the article that it only works from man to woman, <laughs> but that's fucking insane. Usually, I just feel like usually in that kind of case, people would either try to deny or say that they didn't know that they were asleep or that they oh, had shit, their consent. I didn't realize my massive dong fell out and landed in their hand. They would say something else. They wouldn't go, oh, no, it's okay, because she's not 10, she's 16. Yeah. Like, that's that's fucking weird. That's fucked up. Like, pe- people normally don't say that kind of stuff, so I have to wonder about his uh, capacity to <laughs> reason. Like, is something going oh, on Oh, clearly there? he believes it's okay to have sex with a 16-year-old girl. I mean, I don't know what the age of I consent think- is in Iran, but I don't know if he thinks that's acceptable for that reason. But it's not like... 
he was doing it to just 16-year-olds. Yeah. All the other women were, you know, fully grown adult women. This one 16-year-old slipped through the cracks, apparently. Mm, poor girl. I mean, poor all of them, but fine. Yeah. I kind of wish that the article went into how he got busted. Because if these women truly were, like, unconscious... I can only assume one of them must have been half awake and realised what was happening and be like, what the I mean, fuck? I would assume, like I said, sleep studies are really uncomfortable. I was in and out of sleep all night. Someone finally night. reviewed the security footage and went, hang on a minute. I assume that someone else has to review that footage at some point. But yeah, I don't have the answer to that. I just would have loved to have known that Daily Mail include the full fucking story. <laughs> it wasn't in the headline? No, it wasn't. Mm. What was the headline? Uh, I think you already read it. I, I read forgot. some of it, but that was only half of it. Uh, perverted GP makes a very bizarre confession after claiming he was performing energy healing with his penis when he drugged and sexually assaulted women as young as 16 at a sleep clinic. Longer than the fucking article. Pretty much. <laughs> <sighs> if you'd like us to know about your magic penis, you can email us at fmedeadpodcast at gmail.com. That's fmedeadpodcast at gmail.com. Additionally, you can follow us on Twitter at fuckmedeadpod to keep up to date on when new episodes are released and more. And as always, you can find all this information and more on our website at fuckmedeadpodcast.com, where you can even listen to the episode on the website. And we checked, people actually are using it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so all this time, I've... I don't know if people started doing it ironically because they're like... Maybe maybe you sold it to them. Your maybe hype I sold it to them. was I, like, like I've got to fucking go to this website. website. Yeah. Fuck yeah. So, <laughs> look, people do use it. I was wrong or you've <laughs> succeeded. I saw it. People are doing it. People have done it. Congratulations. You've used it. <laughs> Subscribe to the Tiny Lose Review. Please tell your friends as always because we fucking suck at marketing our own shit. True. Do you want to plug anything else? No. You can follow me on Twitch as well at CJ underscore Twitch TV. <laughs> Why not? Certainly can. I advertise the podcast on my Twitch account. Why yeah, not advertise I mean, my you Twitch gotta, account you on the podcast? You've got to get that cross-promotion in. Fuck yeah. <laughs> it's a real quick episode this week. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Well, I figured we had a couple of long ones in a row, so we were due yeah, for a short one. This story was full of long ones. But like most men, it was over quick. Oh, my God. <laughs> <sighs> I, I, I can't follow that up. So thank you again so much for listening this week and I hope next week I don't talk about dicks as much. And I'll let you know if I manage to find and locate the giant stone can penis on Google Images. Spoiler alert, I already stopped caring. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I, was wa- I was waiting for like the tweet that's like, I found the penis. <laughs> Maybe. If I have time. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for listening this week and we'll be back at the same time next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.